And hello, everybody. It is Tom Chenault. It's Adrian Chenault. And it is my good buddy, Garrett McGraw from the Association of Network Marketing Professionals. Heck of a husband. Incredible dad. Been at the top of five companies. Now getting to the top of the sixth. Incredible at what he does. Tremendous at the skills in network marketing. Unbelievably high touch. Incredibly high tech. Everything about the guy is unbelievable, and he is having an event in about a week that is going to make your pants want to get up and dance, and we're here to talk about it. Don't you love this guy? Truly one of my favorite humans, and it's so fun to get to have him today. What's going on, Garrett? Well, first of all, you guys are always so kind. I think that uh, you and I talked about this, Tom. I think we need to create t-shirts. I'm on team love. Yeah. that's my thing. I'm always on. I'm on team love. I'm with Adrian and Tom. And I believe that really what it's about is all of us being our good humans, loving, supporting one another. And that's always what we've received from Tom and Denise and Adrian, Dominic and the entire Courtney, all the entire family just want to know that we love and appreciate you guys. I don't know if I do all those things well, but I think one of the things to do well, I think is really love on people and a big lesson i learned it's not how much love you have for people that's important although that thing you think that's what it is it's how much love do people feel that you have for them and i feel that's something i've learned from you guys you're incredible i just love your rotation of remembrance and the way that you guys make people feel loved feel listened to feel appreciated feel remembered and i'm grateful to be on here too this is gonna be fun well, i've never we've never seen and, and Richard Brooke was just in awe last night when I was talking to him. Uh, anybody do more prep, prep video, prep interviews for an unbelievable event in the history of network marketing. I mean, you have you have done it. I mean, you're doing them all day. You're doing them every day. You're promoting the bats out of them. And everybody's talking about it. And they're talking about this event. But before we get there. I yep. need you guys to know something. I've known Garrett for a long time. And he and I were in a company together. Mm-hmm. And we were the best tag team. Three-way calls, interviewing people, writing down the interview, figuring out what they wanted, telling Garrett, or Garrett would tell me, we would get them on the phone and we would speak straight into their listening. And these people would literally freak out because this entire presentation was exactly what they were looking for and it was a magic trick of epic proportion and i've never in my life found anybody willing to step up to the plate and play it that big in that kind of environment and we built giant business doing that because he's got the fundamentals down pat and i love that most people's ego says i don't need a three-way calling partner and uh you really, really are a master network marketer and my hat's off to you. Well, you're really nice. But guys, if you ever want to learn how to do that, Tom's got, do you still have that booklet, the, you know, how to do the coffee shop interview? Of course. It's, it's the coffee shop interview. Reach out to Tom. You really want to get that, how to do that coffee shop interview. But I think the number one thing that you and I learned, I don't know if we learned it at the landmark education or the communication course one or two or one of those things, but Part of the challenge is people play leapfrog in a conversation. So they think that relativeness is coming up with another story that's equal or better to the story that the person told. 
when that really diminishes the other person. Yeah. You're really great at it. If someone says you get you got a tone, you know, they've got a pony, then you don't need to talk about your pony. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so hard not to do because you're just waiting to speak. Yeah. And, you know, the powerful listening. You know, you ask great questions. And I'm all all for the great questions. But what I'm really all for is you listening to the powerful answers of the great question you ask, documenting it, and then coming back to it at a later date, maybe not even that day, and you are going to see a difference. Like, it's just epic. And Garrett's a master of it. I mean, he's been to the top of five companies and now the sixth. I've well, got I will say it's like contact mapping. I mean, you know this. I mean, guys, I'm not that good. I mean, I use a rudimentary version of that, like you said, in, in Outlook, or take good notes. Because in the end of the day, people remember the conversation. They go, oh, my gosh. But it's more important that you remember it. And it doesn't need to be a big thing. But it is something that people realize, I was heard. I am important. And they're demonstrating a very simple way in the conversation. And then people just connect with you. I mean, people don't care how much you know to what. They know how much you care. It's not how much love you have for people. It's how much love do they feel. And what are, the, what are the two favorite things that people have? They'd love to hear their name and what stories? Their stories. <laughs> and I, and I'm now the king of AA because on the Zooms, I've got everybody in the same kind of rotation of remember. And whenever they say something profound, I just jot it down. And then two months later, I go, do you remember when you said this on May 1st? And they swallow their cigar, just like now. All we want to be is remembered, you guys, whether it's AA, whether it's your family, whether it's network marketing or whatever it is, please remember people better. I promise you it's the secret weapon of the winners and you can do it. But you gave me the look like. Why no, are we talking no, about this? You're, no, I love you. Okay, hanging good. on your every word. Okay, good. He's hanging <laughs> on my every word. All right. I'm a member of the AAA. This is the one that I've been saying. Is, and you know what? I mean, it's a simple way. If, if you ever speak, it's one of the things that I learned. I learned that from you, Tom. It's like the three things, guys. Think about AAA. First of all, if someone has to accept the message, and Tom, you're brilliant at this. Adrian's fantastic at this, that you are worthy. You're good enough. You can do this. If people don't feel worthy, good enough, and they can do it, the rest of it doesn't matter. They're already sitting on the sidelines discounting the stories. That's that first day. They got to accept the message. The second day is it's got to see something aspirational. And I love the way Tom does it. It's not about cars. It's not about homes. Even though he's got a beautiful car and a beautiful home, he does it by aspiring to people going, I love hanging out with Dominic. You know, that's the greatest thing. If you saw his post recently on Facebook, I like, you know, being in base business with Adrian. I love the fact that be hang out with Courtney. I love the fact I can go to a game with Denise. I love the fact that I can choose the people I work with. I love the fact that I can be, like you said, at AA. I love the fact that I can live my life on my terms. I'll put in 40 hours while I choose the 40 hours I put it in. Those are things that people go, man, I aspire to that. That's the second A. But the third one is the more important and the most important one is that I can access the story. And so many people want to be the zero to hero. You know this, you taught me this, we used to talk in, together, is that if they can't access the story because you make the first step so high to impress people, 100% of people that don't take the first step, they never take the second step. You know, Martin Luther King said, you don't need to see your way up the entire staircase. That's the aspirational piece they got to be able to see themselves take the first step and that accessible piece is tom teaches you know about being an a he teaches 
out of his scar. In other words, a healed wound, not out of an open wound. But he talks about, hey, you know what? I was broken. I had a hard time with all these different things. I was looking after kids. I wanted to be able to, you know, heal my life. You know, I want, I had a vision and the stock market, the things I was doing previously, I just didn't feel was the environment that was going to work for me. I saw network marketing. I started doing it. I struggled in the beginning because I was a sales guy when I really needed to be, you know, a relationship guy. And you make this accessible to people and people go, oh my gosh, he had more challenges than I had. I can actually take that first step that he took to get on the way. So those three A's is really a simple way to think about it and you'll just become better. And you look at Adrian today, I mean, I would be proud. I mean, anybody would be super proud to have Adrian as their son, as their, you know, their husband, their father, the relationship, who you are. They, I mean, the, uh, the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree, but I will say that he is an exceptional human being. I just have loved watching Adrian grow up and become the man that he is and the leader that he is and the company that you guys are growing together in contact mapping and congratulations on all the cool things that are happening there too. Thank you so much. And you know, it's funny, I, I grew up around an incredible mentor, but as is so often the case when, when you have like the world's best mentor and that person happens to also be your dad, sometimes maybe you have a few kind of like little pieces where you have a hard time, you know, hearing or soaking in the message. And, uh, you know, years ago when I was in college, the two of you were in a company together and, you know, Garrett, you taught me so much and I, I needed to hear it from somebody else to be able to internalize what I had already heard from my old man. But you, you know, I just remember you, and here's what I, here's the thing that stuck with me the most about you, Garrett. And I think it's something that is so important in leadership is that you really took the time to sit with me and help me to like figure out what to say. And I like, I can still, it's so funny. I can still hear in your voice. I remember I was on the phone in my kitchen at my mom's house on one of the, like we had a landline back then. Remember those? And I'm on the phone with you and you're like, you get them on the phone and like, you just got to get them to, you know, saying yes. And the company that Tom Brady was taking this product back in the day, and he goes, yeah. you get them on the phone. You go, have you ever heard of Tom Brady? You know, what about this? And like you, you gave me and I was like, oh yeah, cool. Like I could do that. I know who Tom Brady is. And like, I still remember that. But the thing that stuck out to me is that this person who, you know, I so admired was stopping to spend time with me and to help me to get my head around what to do and how to say it. And I think that's so much of it is, is you're the, the leaders who impact us the most are the ones that don't just, that, that we don't, they don't make you feel like you as the little person are a tax on their time, that they're, they feel like they're, that they're happy to spend time with you and that they want you to win. And that's what I felt from you. I know you do that for so many people. And, and it's just, it's this opportunity for us to pay it forward over and over again with others. And, and I think that's so much of what leadership is all about. What we wanted to do in this first segment was let you understand what great friendships in business and in friendships and in life looks like. Garrett and I have been monstrously deep on both sides of the coin with our children, with our families, with our highs and lows. And when you're in this business, you don't, it isn't transactional, it's transformational. And when you go to the a &P, which we're going to talk about the rest of the show on this, 
you're going someplace where you're going to find a community that cares about you at a level maybe no one's ever cared at you. I mean, it's unbelievable. And that's why so many people spend their own money to come down there on their own dime to be part of something bigger than they are. And Garrett, you created that and I love you for that. Well, I feel like that we all co-created it together. You know, Rod and Marcy Cook were the founders of it. Tom, you were on the board. You're the, even the reason I was invited to be on the board. Troy Dooley is the person who said, hey, why don't you run for president of the association? And going into the break, I'll leave you with one thought. It's, he said, transformational versus transactional. I like to say real friends versus deal friends. Oh, no question. Think of that. Two real friends versus deal friends. So that's yeah, I feel the same way. We'll talk about. I know we're you're going into. The we're break. going to the break, but you've gotten the triple A out of this thing. And real friends versus deal friends. You've already gotten your money's worth. We're coming back right after this on the Genesis Communication Network. Boom! Bang, and he bang. pays attention to the breaks. Oh, this is he's the greatest honest. thing ever. So much better than <laughs> Richard Brook, who's here. Hi, Richard. Glad to see you back in Hawaii, you little guy. It's very, very exciting. Yeah, that's a true story. Love you, him. And you are a real friend, Richard Brook. By the way, yes. we yeah. we love you, man. There's no deal friend in Richard Brook. Without a doubt. Remember when my home burned down? He was one of the first people saying, "I've got another home. Do you need a place to live?" Sure. Liam, that's. We are back. It is the Legacy Leadership Radio Show with Tom Chenault, Adrian Chenault, Garrett McGraw, and man alive, is it great. And speaking of Richard Brooke, the guy that complained about all our commercials all the time, he didn't have to hear them. This so is he's the best all happy. Ever. I know it. He didn't have to buy the, you know, the crazy survivalist stuff. So we're back on the air and we got Garrett McGraw and we're teeing it up for the AMP. So take it away. Yeah. So AMP is, uh, it just, you hear this all the time and I feel this way too. It It's the event of the year and it's the event of the year because I think it is full of that real friends feeling. There's a ton of sizzle at this event, but the stake is far better. And that is such an incredible thing. And here's, here's how you know that that's the case. If you go on the ANMP website to go and get your ticket, there is, there's only one live ticket. It's the VIP ticket. And why is, why is every ticket that sold to the live event the VIP ticket? Because it is literally one giant VIP section. And yeah. when you go to this event, Larry Thompson, who is like the OG of network marketing, who a few years ago, we got to celebrate and recognize him for 50 years in the profession. And now he's up to 55, I think. And yes. everything that he has contributed uh, Ray Higdon, all all the people that feel far away and hard to get to, and you, I'm never going to get to talk to them face to face if I don't fork over five thousand dollars for some crazy front row package at such and such event. Those people are all sitting there in the audience. Those people are all hanging out in the lobby. Those people are all in the same lunch line and breakfast line that you are in, and it just is. It's this coming together of the leadership core of contact mapping on a level of the network marketing profession on a level that product placement uh, on a level that you can't believe. And I just love it. It's uh, it's an incredible event. Yeah. And you Garrett, talk about it a little bit. We're kind of, we're, we're so obsessed with this thing. We're doing all the talking. No, but you know, think about Gloria Mayfield Banks. I was on the phone with her just before we came on here. She's the number one income earner 
She's unapologetically, you know, ambitious. She teaches people how to claim their power. She builds in the field. You know, she is an incredible leader. And like, think about Marcus Seta. He's going to do. So we were talking about this. Guys, Marcus Seta is going to do two pieces. Of, he, I've been inviting him for 10 years to speak to this event. I did a live with them. I know Richard and you were laughing. I've been doing two lives a day for the past 30 days. I try to interview all 60 speakers before we do the event. And they've been doing it in their groups. And it's been incredible. But Marcus Seta said, hey, do you guys have haze? Do you have a light show? Of course, we can't afford haze. We can't afford a light show. We can't afford big LCD uh, screens. He sprung for with Monaco and said, we'll lose money on the production. We're going to put the biggest LED LED press size that you've ever had. We're going to have haze. We're going to do it like a room for, you know, a a view from the edge. And he's going to do on the Friday night, he's going to do his gambler, which is in character teaching about how you go out there and build a network market with posture. Then he's going to do on Saturday night. Think about this. He's going to do his prisoner which means you've always had the key, but it's an amazing situation, 30 minutes. Then we're also going to have Nick Santanatasso. Now, if you haven't seen this gentleman, he's got he's an amazing gentleman born with no legs, one arm. He's been recently working with The Rock, which you've heard of Tony Robbins. Have you ever heard of Tom Bilyeu? Have you ever heard of Ed Milet? And if you recently saw that the CEO of Shopify said more businesses have been created in the last three years. And we would all believe that because of the pandemic that never been created in the history of the planet. But the highest rate of failure and closure in businesses in the first three years. So the reasons why, that is a great question to ask yourself. Why is that? So Tony Robbins and Nick have created this insight and it's a 40 minute training. When I say it's off the charts, I was blown away by it. And it talks about that in the pandemic, what did we have? We were at home, we had stimulus checks, we were motivated to set up businesses, customers were motivated to buy and they had nowhere to go. And they had this bump in business, not just in network marketing, all across online. And then suddenly it went off like that. And these businesses thought they were off track and they ended, or their mindset that they're just quitting, complaining and feeling entitled. How do you reset that? And I've seen a talk like I've never seen before that's transformational. It's immersive, but we're also at the lunchtime. So we've got eight hours of non-broadcast events because we've got eight meals. And during those times, we're going to have, like Nick is going to do a session where he will, you will be on stage or those are in the audience and he'll do a transformation session with you to get you past this in the way that he has got himself past some of the issues that he's had. Now imagine having 60 speakers doing that. And I said this to Richard, I believe when I said when I was setting this up, and I think Tom, I told you this morning when we were doing you know, our last board call before the event, these are the three questions in those sessions I've asked everyone to answer. And it's been just such a gift because people are going, how do you take the time to speak to a hundred leaders and CEOs and presidents and going, it's an absolute gift. I've spent more than one hour with each one of them. Yeah, we got to go. We're, oh. gonna, we're out of here. We'll come right back. Thank you. And this Sorry. is the, that's okay. We're, we just hit the break. I'm a terrible talk show host. I get so No, many- no, I wasn't looking down. I was going, okay, I forgot. Oh no, no, yeah, me mesmerized. It was my fault. And I'm going to get fired here. Uh, Doug Stare, Elizabeth Larson, Christina Zahara, Obviously, Brooke, Sylvia, unbelievable people. Jenny Howery, 
you are a miracle on wheels. Cannot believe you coming back to life so hard. Louise Cole, thanks for that video. We're coming back right now. Stand by. And this is the Legacy Leadership Radio Show with Garrett McGraw and Adrian Chenault. And we are on fire about the AMP, and it's coming up. So you got to make a decision. We jacked up the website, so we're putting up a new link for you right now. But I'm going to tell you one thing right now. You want to get registered. It's no money. And it's got eight mil- meals involved with it. And the hotel is a five-star hotel for like 130 bucks a night. The hotel is so pissed off at Garrett and Sylvia because it's so cheap that they're trying to sabotage your registration to keep you from doing it because they're losing money. Everything around like the dive hotels are more money. So you want to come here, stay a week, have a blast, and uh, really, really rub shoulders with some people that are going to transform your life. Right, Garrett? Without a doubt. And what's what I love? I mean, I love the fact that everyone's going to sit in the room, have a meal together, fellowship. No one's feeling like I couldn't spring for the $2,000 ticket. So I don't get to go to the VIP party or all of that. You can go to the non-broadcast sessions. We're going to be super strict. There's going to be a rule. We're going to say, take out your phone, put it on the table, show to everyone it's not recording. We're going to not be recording the session. And we're going to let these speakers speak. And like when I speak on the Glory Mayfield Bank, she goes, I'm up for it. Nick Santos said, I'm up for it. Virtually all the speakers, I will not say 100% of the speakers have agreed to do that. Some of them are a little leery of it because those three questions are pretty insightful. We're going to ask now, question number one. Think about this. Imagine 60 people asking this question. Is there anything that you've changed your mind on in the last three years that you see as fundamental to building your business or people in the room building their business? Now, there's a lot of people are going to come up with a mea culpa and they said, I became a super zealot on like, you know, there's no greater zealot than a recent convert. There are some people who just became zealots around social media and they feel like they overstated it and they said we did too much you know media and not enough social and there's a pivot back to the social to the contact mapping to the relationship to the cultural side of what we do and how are they doing that that's question one question number two is what are you going to double down on to build your business between now and the end of 2023 i've had some incredible ones people said Hey, we had too much time in our hands during the pandemic. We made our systems to get started too complicated. That first step became too complicated. We're simplifying things, but how they're doing it. And then the last one is brilliant because every one of them I asked the question and said, so like if Richard were speaking, if Tom, you're speaking on Thursday night, you're going to answer this question, which is bring one big idea that everyone in the room could implement either online or offline some not 10 where you're trying to look cool and get people to come up and ask you hey you didn't have time to go into those can you tell me more one clearly articulated so the person in the room can understand it and could go away if they chose to implement it with their team if their team agreed with it on monday that will pay for any cost associated with attending the event even though you know you can get a $50 off the tickets are right now $349, but with that $50 off, it's $299. It includes all eight meals. You'll get all 60 speakers speak. You get the VIP party, all the eight meals, and you'll also get 
those six hours or eight hours of sessions that you need to be there, get your breakfast in the morning and be part of all the different sessions, it's going to be life changing. The goal is transformation. We're not going to ask you to put your hand in your pocket one time at that event. Tom Chenault and Adrian, they buy their own convention tickets. They pay for their own airfare. They pay for their own hotel, as does every speaker. You know what we sell? Nothing. What else do we sell? Nothing. Because we don't want you to put your hand in your pocket. We want you to go home and make money. We want your life to be changed. You're not allowed to speak about products. Not allowed to speak about your company or your company swag. You're not allowed to even come up to anybody and say, "Hey, how are you do? You know, are you happy? No, no. Are you really happy? I mean, let me know how are things going. If anybody tries to engage in conversations that's about putting a wedge in there or finding out if there's an openness for you to talk about their product or company, I'm literally going to make sure they have direct access to me and we will deal with it publicly and in the room and they will be out of there. Not just for that event, but forever. Because that's how important that a safe learning environment is. And you're going to hear that from the start of the event as you've heard it every year. So you can tell I'm kind of fired up because I've been doing two a day. And as Adrian said, you're pretty close to doing the event. So I'm excited about it. <laughs> I am going to get in trouble right now, I have a feeling. All right, get in trouble. So this morning on a private call. Yeah. And you're pro this is probably like the keynote part of your keynote. But it was so astounding to me when you were talking about the difference between a Zoom presentation and an in-person presentation oh. and all the bases in-person touches. He's going to tell you guys right now a little bit about that, and you're going to hear a lot about it in Dallas. Get ready to swallow your cigar right now. So Richard Brooke was in the room when this was shared at the DSU. And it was talking about that the companies that were going into growth versus the ones that were not having the same level of growth, in other words, the outliers, first of all, were companies that had early on embraced going back and doing in-person events. That was number one. But number two is they were not just focused on presentations and trainings. They were focused on more on culture days and building relationships and building community and how they were doing that. We'll talk about the how when we're at the event. Nice well, one of the ladies put up a slide, which I thought was great. She said, you're 34 times more powerful in terms of broadcasting information when you're one-to-one, -one, but also when you're in a room of people as well. But I thought the other piece was what Tony Robbins, who was not at that event, added on, which is as humans, when we come together, when you've got two people in a room, each person is always selling the other. In other words, the person with the strongest belief system influences the other. I think we can all see that one-to-one. -one. Now, why don't you just ask the question? I mean, really just think about this because it's going to be easy to nod along to it. When there's a second person in the room nodding, is this person here more influenced by that because they're in the room? This person's talking, this person's nodding, this person's smiling, this person's standing ovation, this person's clapping. We know that's greater influence. Now put it for three. Now four, now five, you begin to see that the mirror neurons, we as human beings, what happens is we're transformed because we get out of the logical piece of our brain. We come completely into the mirror neurons and the emotional part of our being. 
and we're literally transformed. It's the reason why going to church in person is different than going to church online. It's the reason that, you know, fellowshipping with people is different than going online. It's the difference why a Taylor Swift ticket can be $1,000 in person and you can buy it for 25 cents online. It's a different experience and it's coming back in a big way. And I'm really excited about there's going to be great examples. We have speakers that are going to speak that are talking about, here's another one. Last, I got so much. I mean, cause I've spoken to all these speakers. My mind is going, it's I'm firing on all cylinders. So there's this lady that joined a business that's, I don't know, maybe it's a decade old. They have a product that's sampleable in the, in the COVID times they were sending out samples, sending out samples, sending out samples, and it worked to a degree. But she's now become the number one income artist because she has become the person that hands out the samples to the person. And she said there is a cynicism and there is an entitlement because direct marketing became huge during the pandemic that everybody was sending out samples because you couldn't go to a Walmart or a Target and someone giving you a sample of product. Remember what that used to be like? What were they doing to send them to your home? People stopped using them. And how do you pierce through that? And what strategies are people using? I loved one you'll hear at the event called the swing by process. You know, how do you do digital door knocking? You know, Ryan Chamberlain is talking about he became elected to the House of Representatives and he knocked on thousands of doors and how he created a digital door knocking campaign, an in-person campaign and how he won that election and how it translates to network marketing. When I say that selection of speakers, you can tell my mind is crackling. And the reason it is, there's no speaker, I may be wrong, the 60 of some may be wrong, that I've not invested at least an hour knowing what they want to talk on, what content they want to bring, and where they fit in the program. I truly want this to be transformational. I want to come out, transform myself. I will say the last thing, I will get the most out of the, this event more than any speaker or more than anyone in the audience. You know why? because I'll be the most present through the whole event, because obviously if it goes wrong, it's on me, but I will be most present. And that is going to give me that transformation and I've already feel transformed. I said this to Richard Brooke when I got a standing ovation at DSU. I believe that the next 10 years are going to be my best, our best 10 years in network marketing. I'm super stoked for this event and I'm super stoked for the next 10 years. That is so cool. and. One of the things that stuck out that, that made a profound impact on me came from the 20, I think it was the 2018, 2018 or 2019 event when we honored Larry Thompson. And Larry was there at the event. Uh, Jeff Roberti was there. Uh, Jeff uh, Weisberg was there. Like, some people who have been around the profession, extremely successful in the profession for many, many years. People like Ray Higdon, who, you know, could have every, all of these people would have every excuse, every reason why they might be at the back of the room, catching up with old friends, yeah. not feeling like they needed to be paying attention because they've been there. They've done that. They, you know, they're, they're the models. And that was, that couldn't have been further from what I saw. Instead, mm -hmm. what I saw was that those people were sitting in the front of the room at the front table and they weren't up there because they were such a big deal they were up there because they were the ones that were taking reams of notes 
they were hanging on every word. They were paying attention to what was being shared from the front of the room. And they were paying attention because it isn't just the same old, same old. It was talking about what's working right now in network marketing that they could apply in what they're doing that they could learn from. And the ANMP does a great job of highlighting voices that we all love and admire and all know about. It also does a great job of highlighting voices that you may never have seen this person or heard from them before because they've been out there crushing it in their business. And some leader in that company said, Garrett, you don't know this person, but you need to put her on stage. You need to put him on stage. And this is the coming out party for the future superstars of network marketing that are crushing it right now, that are sharing what's working and how you can go and apply it. So what you need to do right now is you need to go get your ticket to the ANMP. And if you can be in person, Garrett just gave you 34 times more reasons why you should make that a priority compared to being online, but you need to be there either way. And so how you do that is you go to contactmapping.com slash ANMP 2023, contactmapping.com slash ANMP 2023. And then what you do is you put in the code Chenault 50, and you're just going to have to figure out how to spell Chenault, but that'll save you 50 bucks off the ticket. So go do that right now. We'll be right back. And listen, you wise asses, here's the deal. <laughs> yes, he said, I speak Thursday night. Somebody sent a text that said, I thought the event starts Friday. So it does start Friday. I'm speaking Thursday night. That's how much impact I've got. No, it starts Thursday night. That's hysterical that you said that though. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm like a VIP speaker. That's so funny. So no, it starts Thursday night, you wackadoodles. I love you. Here we go. And we are back. It's Tom Chenault. It's Adrian Chenault, my little boy. And he is going to be there for every minute of the event. It's going to be incredible. And we are so psyched about the Association of Network Marketing Professionals event starting on Thursday, going through Sunday. It's going to be off the chain and you need to go. You're getting four days in an event, eight meals, absolutely crazy hotel prices. This is a vacation, staycation, workcation you want to take, right, Paco? Amen. And... I was telling Garrett this before the show. I think this might this is the first teaser. This is pretty exciting. So we launched contact mapping at the ANMP in 2018. Oh wow. I will never ever forget that we that it was our first barbecue. We had never been through any of this. We'd never been through an Apple App Store approval, nothing. And uh, we didn't know how long that would take. And it took longer than I thought it was going to. And so I literally was standing in the lobby, sweating through my shirt because we had a drove of people that were about to stampede to a table. And we were supposed to be launching an app that didn't yet exist as far as the good people at Apple Computer Incorporated were concerned. And I kid you not, 10 minutes before that stampede, my developer called me and said it was live. And we launched the thing at the ANMP and the rest is history. Almost exactly five years to the day, ANMP 2023, we are going to make the biggest announcement in the history of contact mapping. And where else could we possibly do it? We had to do it at the ANMP. And so if you didn't already want to be at the ANMP, uh, we have some fireworks in store, don't we? It's going to be out of control. You have to go. You have to be there. You have to stay. It is going to be awesome. We're going to have Elizabeth Larson there. We're going to have 
Thomas Vella there. We're going to have some people there. Don Morris is Don Morris there. is going to be there. It's Thomas a, is not going to be there. But that's oh, okay. he's not going. All right. <laughs> All right. This is exciting. It's super exciting. And so I, I just, I love this event. It felt like the perfect place to do this because it is, it, it, it's our family. The ANMP is a family. It is a community of people that are creating something bigger and better in the world. And that's what it's all about. And to get to be around those people is something that's really, really special. And Garrett, we were, we were talking before the break and, and you were sharing about just how excited you are about what you see ahead in the next 10 years in the network marketing profession. And I would imagine there's a lot of people out there that would take the other side of that bet and are, are betting against this profession. What is it that you see that has you so optimistic for this being the moment when the outlook is so bright for the network marketing profession? So that means two or three things. But really, you know, Richard Brooks on here, because like, I think of golfing, because it's, it's something that's in my mind. If you've ever golfed and you, when you strike the ball, if you're one degree off, you'll end up in the rough. But if you make a one degree adjustment, you can be on the fairway, you can be on the green, you can get, or you can get a hole in one. That adjustment is very hard for you to make through the feel. You've got to see it from someone else. Like you've got to see one to be one. You got to see a good golfer to be a good golfer. And learning those adjustments, those micro adjustments, that's what this event's about. It's not about selling you another course. It's not about getting another book. It's not about having shelf help. It's about making that difference. And you'll see that. But we also are about the ethics within our profession. And I think the challenge with ethics, it's really been messed up in the world because everybody seems to weaponize those because you know, political parties have turned them into he said, she said, they become situational ethics. I think the word has got super muddled up. You know, we call it the Association of Network Mark Professionals. That's why I joined the board with Tom, because when you're in a profession, there's a few things that are naturally associated. Number one, that there's education required and there's a standard of education required before you're gonna make any money. And we're gonna talk about that. And there's three phases to network marketing. The first one is gathering customers, keeping customers, and growing that customer base. That is the rocker platform upon which it's built. And there's another phase, and that is the one that competes with the gig economy. And you've got to learn how to do that quickly, efficiently, and simply. And if you don't, you're not going to people, or not enough people are going to take the first step and get in the business. And we're going to talk about the adjustments and how that works. Phase two is it's not really a leadership phase, it's a leverage phase where you get access to levels of customers. So that is the next phase. How do you learn the early parts of leverage through getting access to levels? And that's where most comp plans are evolving to. And then the last phase is the potential to get access to wealth creation through the development of leadership where you're paid on generations of leaders. And those three distinctions finally organized, we're going to have people speak on that and teach that, particularly in the non-broadcast piece of it, because it's that's what makes things work. So remember what I said, a profession assumes that there's education required, a standard required in order to make money. But there's another assumption that there's continuing education required and that there's an evolution within that profession. And that's what we're going to speak to as well. And you're going to see that really clearly. 
But the last piece is the piece where I think people really mess up. There's a lack of trust in the field and companies. And it's because the economy has changed. The economics of network marketing has changed and what people need in network marketing has changed. And when the field, when the company doesn't know what to do, it makes changes. And when the field doesn't know what to do, it looks to the company. And when they're not communicating with one another, listen to this one, in any declining profession or any declining relationship, Tom knows this, it's one of the fundamentals of landmark education. The relationship starts to be run by what's not said rather than what is said. Communication breaks down. Well, we got to go. Garrett, oh. I need to break it to you. We're out of here. We'll see you all next week. It was an unbelievable show. Thanks for listening to the Legacy Leadership. And we're not gone. Don't you dare leave. Finish <laughs> that thought. We're on the air. So see, so we're still on Facebook. Last, I'm just going to say the last thing. What happens is trust then breaks down. And when trust breaks down, there is no belief that's transferred. All there is is you've got this difficult relationship. And the last point I'll make is this. You can write it down. I've seen this over and over again. I don't know who said it. But rules without relationships creates rebellion. Rules without relationships creates rebellion. There are so many relationships that's broken down. There's so much separation. There's so much fear. And that's what the NFP is about. We're about putting together those relationships, having corporate leaders together there with field leaders and developing those relationships. Anyone that's on the stage, it's not about their product. It's not about their company. It's not about their comp plan. It's about their ability to teach something that's working in network marketing. And I believe that that's part of our challenge. Learning what's working, developing relationships. And the last point I'll make is this. So often belonging comes before behavior changes. When Philip was on drugs, I remember this, and it was I was part of the reason why Philip was having such a struggle with his recovery because I was laying over the top of him conditions that his recovery had to happen in a certain time frame and in a certain way to meet with the time that I believe we were putting in the income, the time money we were putting into us. Instead of saying, you belong, we love you. And then with that love and belonging, then comes the behavior change. We have too much separation in the world. We have too much separation in network marketing. We have too much othering of people. And I start when I finish. I'm on team love. I want us to be there. And that's what I'm excited about, Tom. And that's what I really believe we're going to do with this event. So I'm really excited for it. We're not perfect, guys. You know, we're really doing everything we can. But you know what? We're on the field. What's that one that you love from Brene Brown? You know, it's the the people that are on the field. Yeah, you know, in the arena. Yeah, for, yeah. That's it. Sorry, in the arena. Tom. You know, and Adrian, we're in the arena. Yeah. That's what that's all we can do is be in the arena. And that's what we're doing here. And we do with love and as as thoughtfully as, as we possibly can. And I'm really looking forward to the event and seeing everybody there. Convention at ANMP.com. We need volunteers. This is a ragtag crew of misfits trying to put on the best event in the world and it just needs some help and so get down there early and just tell people you'll help do anything that needs done and it'll be fun you're going to meet more people and 
volunteers have a tendency to really get introduced to the big shots. Please, 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 please be a volunteer. Before we leave today, I want to talk about a guy who I love with all my heart that left us at contact mapping. And it really, really breaks my heart because this kid, speaking of five years ago, just over five years ago, we put out the word that we needed a, a guy to, to be our right-hand man and do it all. And in walks this kid named Jason. And he is, his name's Jason Kohler. And he was the shyest, smartest, most loyal, most powerful kid you ever want to meet in your life. And we all grew up together, didn't we? And um, he left last week. And I'm telling you, it's really breaking my heart because he's a good kid. And uh, life without him in it is really kind of affecting me. And I didn't even know that was going to happen, but he's so much a part of my family that it breaks my heart to ever, ever have him. And uh, Jason, I just want you to have the best life of anybody on the planet, your mother, all the things that you can do. And thank you so much for the time and the love that you gave us. Right. Absolutely. Jason is, will always be part of the family. Yeah. So Garrett, thank you. Thanks for being you. Team love for the win always. And I'll see you in Dallas really, really soon, along with a whole bunch of our friends. I'm looking forward to it. Thank you very much, guys. Love and appreciate you guys. Thank you. Get there Thursday night. That's the VIP party. There's three hours. There's registrations at three and we start at six or six thirty and then we go to nine nine thirty and then the vip party so thursday night's a real thing that's Where the deal we'll Be see y'all then love you guys so much thanks bye-bye